Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding to finance, set up to staffing, our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. I'm Ann Kennedy, president of Outlines Venture Group and author of Global Search Engine Marketing. I'm here with Jillian Music, my partner at Outlines and co-founder of both Moz and Brett Approved. Together, we are serial entrepreneurs helping online companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. Find out more at outlinesventure.com. Hi, Jillian. Hello, Ann. What are we talking about today? Let's talk about pitches. And I don't mean decks. I mean the one or two or three minute kind. Why would anybody need to think about that? (laughs) How do you think you get to the regular ones? (laughs) (laughs) Do you mean uh, who would ever be asked to pitch in one, two or three minutes? Well, you know, it's the very VCs you want to get in front of, right? I actually do know some formal pitching opportunities that are only four minutes or five. So we're not that far off, you know? Um, Now, there are countless times when you can meet an angel or a VC outside their office, right? Remember the elevator speeches, right? Ah, is that what we're talking about? Okay. High-speed elevators go pretty fast these days. You may only get the one-minute ride. In fact, did we not think of an elevator speech as 30 seconds in the old, Mm -hmm. in the back of the day, you know? That's right. So, so, okay, how do we start? Okay, so tip number one. Be intentional about meeting angels and VCs out there, uh, you know, outside of their office. Figure out where and how to do that to provide yourself with more opportunities to make those one, two, and three-minute pitches, right? The goal is to get into a longer meeting inside their office. When you get to meet with a particular funder outside her or his office, you'll need to have a compelling and polished delivery of what you do 
why it's fundable, you know, scalable in other words, right? And why it will return such a tremendous ROI, as well as why, of course, it's cool or impactful. And then tip number two would be, while your passion's important, make sure you get to the punch list, right? You've got to do that first. You'll get to use the tone of your voice and your body language to communicate that you're passionate, but you won't have time to say, I'm passionate about it, right? It, it takes too many seconds. It's irrelevant. It's fluff, right? So here's the real punch list. It's a huge problem. It affects millions of people. You've tested the market. It's clear that millions of people and companies want what you've got and are willing to pay for it. And one year after an investment of X, you're going to be able to prove why. You fill in that blank, right? What are you going to use the money for, in other words? And what will you prove? And then, if time permits, you can explain more about the good that your company will do in the world, right? But if you give them enough reason to want to learn more, you'll get that appointment. Wow, I get it. Okay, so to that, I would add tip number three, do your homework on the investor you have targeted. I was just reading uh, Elizabeth Yin, uh, formerly of 500 Startups, now Hustle Fund, um, her own fund, and she said what matters to her is the speed of execution, and that's what she wants to hear. And yes. so that would go into your punch list if you are trying to uh, talk to Elizabeth Yin in an elevator or on a uh, jogging path or something. Um, furthermore, here's, a, here's another interesting one that she says. Um, if a founder presents herself first as a female founder, as in, I'm a female founder, and uh, Yin assumes that she really doesn't know how to run her business because even though we know that uh, Yin's intention is to fund women-founded companies, uh, she still says, don't present with me. I mean, I'm a female founder. I mean, it would be obvious, right, just looking at a woman. Standing right. In, in other words, what she's yeah. saying really is, don't waste my seconds, never mind minutes, with fluff. Yeah, I, I hear far too many people filling the fluff in, you know, around all of their the meat of their information, even when they have good presentations and they really know what they're talking about. Far too many words. You've got to pare it down. It's what I call a brutal red pen. Yes. So other conversation starter, uh, stoppers could be that the investor doesn't invest in your vertical. It, they make investments that don't fit what you're asking for. Don't pitch them. Someday you'll want to refer to them somebody who is in their space, or you'll have another startup that is in their space, and they'll have a bad taste in their mouth. They remember you. You wasted their time. Don't do it. Now, if you want to talk to somebody about a company that you're building that is not in their space, but you know they know somebody who funds your stuff, then it's relevant. That's different. So you could say to Jim, hi, Jim, I know that you're investing in IoT and AI and I'm doing something in blockchain. Dan over there is doing something in blockchain. Um, if you could mention to Dan that I'd really like to talk to him, that's great. And then you talk about whatever the heck you do enough so he has one sentence he can say to Dan and get you that appointment. If you don't waste Jim's time, Jim's likely to get you to Dan. Otherwise, it's a no-go. 
So be very precise and very clear and have a one sentence, which is truly like 15 to 20 seconds, right? A one sentence uh, compelling line that you can give to others in positions of power so they can spread it around. That one line is all they can take with them. Don't blow it. Okay. Okay. So much of the information that you might need is readily available online in interviews, mm -hmm. blog posts, and profiles about investors. So do your homework. Make Absolutely. sure you are fully informed about the investor you wish to approach or um, whether they know somebody that they you'd like them to introduce you to. So here's my question, Jillian. Yes. How do you approach the VC or angel that you want to speak to in an elevator or an event? Uh, what are some conversation openers that have worked for you or ones that have failed that you would never do again? I don't know. Maybe the latter is more useful. <laughs> Blathering. Not being prepared and getting my words down right. And yes, that takes a tremendous amount of practice. So we'll get into that in a minute. But my style is pretty straightforward. If I'm in a situation where I meet somebody whom I want to pitch to, I just stick my hand out, introduce myself from a relevant business standpoint, and I let them know that I'd like to speak with them shortly. I get a card out of my pocket, and yes, make sure you have cards in your pocket. You shake hands with your right hand, put your pocket, uh, your cards in your left pocket. It really is down to the wire on that stuff, right? Sweat the small stuff on this. All right, okay. so I get a card out of my pocket with my left hand. I'm shaking their hand on the right hand. And then as we separate our hands, I move the card from my left to my right and I extend it one more time. Or if you're in a different culture, right? If you're in Asia, you extend it with two hands. All right, so I take it out and I make sure that before I step out of the space where we're meeting, be it an elevator, uh, you know, a group at a, a table where, you know, the drinks and the hors d'oeuvres are being served or anywhere in a hallway, it doesn't matter. When I step out of the space, they have the card in their hand. And I've said something that sounds like this. Oh, a pleasure to meet you. I'm Jillian Music, you know, formerly of Moz. Now, your reputation precedes you. I think I read that you're just completing funding for XYZ company. Congratulations. That's a really interesting project. Now, they get a chance to talk because I've opened the conversation about what they're doing. And I might just say, well, congratulations. Tell me more. What made you decide to invest in that? Right? So now I'm asking them about their investment rubric. They get a chance to talk. And then I say, you know, I'd like to meet with you about YZA company, whatever I'm working on now. Here's my card. I'll email you after the event this evening and we'll find a good date. All in one smooth move. The whole process didn't take more than 60 to 120 seconds. Wow. And by the way, I've never been refused on that one. When I hand them a card after asking them about what they're doing, nobody's ever said no. So here's the process, the wrap-up. You know something relevant about your target. If it's an investor, what have they invested in that relates to your own company? You give your name and a short a reference to something you've accomplished in the past that might be relevant or bring in their ear so that it would make a connection with them mention or ask about something that the target has invested in recently and then say you'd like to meet to talk about your gig. Wow. 
that is really impressive stuff and you make it sound so simple but it i can tell it's like the oh, duck there's ouch. a lot of paddling under the water that's right that one. lots and lots of research yeah. beforehand and you know you carry a cell phone that is a small computer right you can do your research in an elevator knowing that somebody said hey you know jane is up there and you've got to talk to her Right. You can look her up before you get to the spot. On so, the fly. yeah, yes, on the fly research, that's okay. You scramble. Uh, take a moment to hit the restroom if you have to. Get that research before you step outside. Yep. So, we have to take a break for our sponsors, but after the break, let's talk more about uh, distilling your pitch into 30, 60, 90 seconds to get your investors or your potential investors' attention. This is CEO Coach, and we'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, so Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Catholic Charities is committed to providing life's basic needs. We thank you for bringing us all here today, letting these people understand how Catholic Charities runs and how important these people are. And we ask you to guide them, to protect them, and keep them here forever because this community needs them. Visit www.catholiccharitiesusa.org to learn more. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. We are talking today about 60-second pitches, formerly known as elevator pitches. Uh, Jillian, you mentioned polished delivery in the first segment today. Does that mean practice, rehearse, in front of a mirror? Have you ever rehearsed and recorded yourself? Did it help? <laughs> I haven't recorded myself, and I have to say I rarely listen to myself in recordings. For example, I don't re-listen to CEO coaches that much, um, and I do find it odd when I listen to myself to see whether or not, I don't know, just to see how I sound is interesting. So there is some advantage to that. Uh, I know that 85% of the people on the planet are visual learners, about 15% are audio learners, and the balance of zero, those are the kinesthetics. Nevertheless, if you are an audio learner, um, it's appropriate for you to go and record yourself and listen and learn about yourself that way. Everybody has an um, the word so... 
um, well, uh, whatever. (laughs) Therefore, uh, that's a very good question. You know, right? Right. That's a very good question is actually a terrible statement. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for asking that question. No. No. You get up to pitch, you dig right in. Right. You must remove the thank you for letting me be here. Uh, It's a pleasure to meet you. Um, How do you do? I'm so get rid of all of those extraneous niceties. You've got 60 to 120 seconds. So be really, really tight on what you have to say. Now, if you're meeting somebody in an elevator, you shake their hand and you make a pleasantry. Get good at short pleasantries. I remember many, many years ago, I worked with cosmetic dentists. These are the people who sell you thirty to fifty or sixty thousand dollars of stuff, and you don't even have a cavity. Yeah, they would have people at their front desk who would answer the phone. It's a wonderful day at Dr. Jones's office. Would you know? And so, and this is Annie. And how can I help you? Right? I'm going. Oh my God, no! Trust me, you just want to pick up the phone and say, Dr. Jones, how can I help? Mm-hmm. Yep. The other person at the other end of the phone just wants to tell you whatever the heck is going on. They don't want to hear about it's a wonderful day at your office. They want to tell you what kind of day they're having. Right? Let them talk. There's an old saying in sales, he who talks first loses. It isn't quite that. But the one that is invited to elaborate is giving more than the one who is listening. So you give exactly what you need to give, and you pull information from the person that you need to see later, right? Let them talk to you. There's another good saying. It says, if you want money, ask for advice. If you want advice, ask for money. Indeed. Right. Every conversation we're going to do with, uh, you know, the introductory, hello, outside the office, may I come to your office conversation starts with asking for advice. I'm raising capital for a new company. It has, and then you get to give them three or four wonderful things about your company. And I need to know about pitching to venture capitalists. Do you know who invests in this space? That's one question. Mm -hmm. Another question would be, how do I get that across uh, since, you know, it's such a new space? I'm not finding a clear competitive landscape. How else can I look at that? You know that there's a big deal with venture capitalists really despising entrepreneurs walking in with a pitch deck and saying, I don't have any competitors. Right. I mean, shuts them right down, right? So what you say is, I'm having trouble with this question. Can you help? Once the other guy is in a position to help you along, that person is telling you what it will take to convince them that you're kind of in good standing, whether they're going to fund you or they're going to refer you to a colleague or whatever the heck it is. So don't ask for money. Ask for advice. Definitely know enough about your target market here, your one-person target market, that you can ask something cogent, uh, something that refers to their... Right, and it's like marketing to your uh, customer base, except it's what target market of one in this case. So do you have any other tips on making a compelling delivery? The compelling delivery, let's see. 
being concise, knowing your market, um, being really tight on what your uh, company can do, and perhaps finally, something about the timeliness of it. Don't forget to put a time element into it because this really is a sales pitch, right? You, you, what you're selling is your company and what you want the other guy to buy, uh, you know, or to spend, if you will, is their time. Uh, they want You want them to invite you into their office and to give their time. So the, that's kind of the sale. Be aware of it and make sure it's compelling enough. And, and yes, practice the hell out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what you're saying is you have the solution to a problem affecting millions of people, and you have proof that those millions of people want what you have and are willing to pay for it. Yep. I get it. So it occurs to me the sharing economy is a great example of this. You know, after 2008, lots of people needed to make up for lost jobs and lost yep. income, and they had spare time in their cars or extra room in their houses, and along came Lyft and Airbnb. Uh, they could underprice conventional car services and hotels and deliver unique and often better customer experiences. Of course, the timing was critical. It's hard to think of either getting much attention during the boom years preceding 2008. That's true. And there would be some other examples of that same uh, economy change. TaskRabbit, OfferUp, uh, you know, famously turned down by male VCs because they didn't get the need that women clearly saw for a site where they could sell stuff to people they could trust. Uh, that's a story for another episode. Nevertheless, uh, the object is to, again, make sure that the target person you're talking to understands the timeliness of what you're building, right? There's nothing more powerful than idea whose time has come. Right. So, to return to the topic at hand, your 60-second pitch. The final item on the punchline is the ask, but it's no straight-out question. You say to present it in terms of what you can accomplish one year after receiving an investment of X dollars. Yes. It's, brilli it's brilliant. You have just presented your funding ask and what you expect to accomplish with it in one sentence. Brilliant. Yes, that's absolutely correct. What you want to indicate is this is what you're doing, right? I'm raising X amount of capital because I need to prove this or I will prove it within 12 months, right? And I'm looking for that. Do you know somebody that I should be talking to? Right. You ask, you know, guy A on Sand Hill Road for gal B on Sand Hill Road, and that's the reference stuff. Or if you know that your target has invested in similar things, again, you reference that, and then you tell them what you're about to do. Yes, that's exactly how you close the deal. Okay, that works. I have another question. Yeah. You need a bold opener. For example... When I want to engage a keynote speaker for a CEO coach interview, I introduce myself and I say, I have a radio show. And that always works, especially if the speaker has a new book out, which is often why they're keynoting in the first place. Or when I want to establish my bona fides from my agency days, I say, we launched Zillow in Google. Both get me enough attention to start a conversation. Yes. I'm that said, I'm sure you have seen the wary look on an angel or venture capitalist's face uh, when um, you, you I, I have when I introduce myself, and it's a sort of a real, you want something from me kind of look. Um, 
is this a good time to pivot for asking for advice as you were just saying well you know they <laughs> they do say again that if you want money you ask for advice and if you if you want advice you know you'll ask for money so on. we we get that um it's it's not that the focus of the you know that one minute pitch is all about the money you're really asking for the next 10 minutes of their time the next meeting at their office a reference to somebody else right you can ask for money but it doesn't really have place in the one in the 60 second pitch right you're just getting a meeting at the next stage so each meeting is designed to get you to the next one until you're finally ready to close got it so in your elevator pitch situation keep your goal in mind to get the investors attention and Correct. the next meeting right um, so if you're asking for advice what you're saying is i want advice but it's going to be at our next meeting you're not asking them to give you advice in an elevator right right <laughs> That's, that's not that, a good idea. You don't know what's at the other end of the elevator. And if they begin to talk and they get interrupted, they say, oh, we'll do this another time. Whoops. Oops you've lost that, them. You've lost them big time. That fish mm -hmm. just got away. Just Exactly. So get the appointment. That's the killer piece. I'd like your advice. When do you have some quiet time in the future? Then you get to sit down and talk to them. So we've got just about a minute before our break. And so I want to just ask one more question. Uh, short question is mm -hmm. it isn't it important to speak in terms the investor can relate to quickly i know in the movie industry it's common to pitch a new project in terms of successful films for example titanic meets star wars you know i think that'd be a real blockbuster right uh, right but but in pitching a startup is it good to reference uh, a unicorn only better for instance snapchat with parental controls or sometimes task, task rabbit <laughs> with package delivery <laughs> right um, sometimes it's um you know the uber for this and the uber for that and it gets awfully old awfully quick yeah. right to simply be an innovation on what does exist uh is not a, a bad thing um to say you're the next generation of something is fine but you better tell them how or why like with parental controls with package delivery with whatever um be very clear however you're going to describe your company in very few words that is what you're going to uh, you know carry with you and that's what the other person's going to carry for any references they have so it's a good idea only because it's memorable it's a bad idea if it's hackneyed so qualified yes be careful how you do that Oh, now, right. sometimes, by the way, you don't need to do it at all, right? For example, if I am uh, defining Moz, I do it the way we define it at the beginning of each show. I'm the co-founder of Moz, the world's most popular provider of digital marketing software, right? Mm -hmm. And you are the co-founder of the world's largest consortium of digital marketing companies and so on. The, your uh, defining uh, your description is just a few words. My description is just a few words, but neither one of them is an Uber for this or a TaskRabbit with that. Right? We didn't need to to hook it onto something right. else. Got it. Okay, we need to take a break for our sponsors, and then we're going to come back to wrap up with some top tips for honing your elevator pitch. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this.
Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 2018 International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May 31st, 2018. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. We've been talking today about making a one-minute pitch to a VC, you know, like an elevator pitch. Jillian, let's recap your top tips. Okay, let's start actually kind of the bottom up, right? Uh, Tip number three, and then we'll go for two and one, right, the top tips. Tip number three, uh, make sure that the uh, venture capitalists understand that you have a huge problem affecting millions of people and that you have a uh, clear solution. So, for example, with Brett Approved, we would say it is TripAdvisor for travelers with disabilities and mobility challenges, but it didn't tell me how many. So in this case, I say it's TripAdvisor for the 1.3 billion people worldwide who travel with a physical mobility challenge or disability. Right? Suddenly, I've described the whole thing, and I have hung it on another shingle. I hung it on TripAdvisor. So you can see how it all comes together, and it packs a tremendous amount of information in one piece. Okay, that's tip number three. Number two, that was a drum roll. Um, (laughs) All right. Right. So this is more about what not to do. While your passion's important, just focus on the punch list. Trust me, they'll get the fact that you're passionate about it. Do not put any fluff words into your precious 60 seconds. First of all, it could be a third person in the elevator who will interrupt you even before you get to the seventh floor. So you don't have much time. This is the deal. Focus on the punch list. You can use your body and your tone of voice to communicate passion. Don't speak so quickly that they can't understand you, but truly focus on the volume of the problem, the intensity of the problem. It's a big problem, right? And the fact that you can solve it clearly. Tip number one. Now's your drum roll. Okay, hold on. That's me doing okay. a really bad drum roll. <laughs> I don't have drumsticks. <laughs> Not in hand at the moment. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. It's about it. being intentional. 
That's the deal. You must do your homework first. One, you can find out. I mean, don't stalk these people, but you can figure out where they're going to be. Conferences, events, uh, um, pitch opportunities, whatever. They will be there. Get photos, figure out who they are so you can recognize them, put the photos and names together, find out where they are working now, have they worked at other venture firms before, what did they invest in, what was a big win for them or two or three, what did they invest in last week, PitchBook will tell you, so will any of the thousand other news sources that uh, are out there from GeekWire to TechCrunch to who knows what, right? Don't go in blind. So do your reading the night before or the morning of. Find the person you wish to talk to. Seek them out. Extend your hand. Tell them your one-liner and pull your card from the other pocket. Before you're done, ask them for a meeting for some advice on a particular piece of your pitch deck or your executive summary or a business plan that you're thinking of or whatever. Might I meet with you next week? hand them the card and tell them that you'll send them an email. If they say yes, you get their email if you don't have it right then and there. What email shall I use to reach you? Be really intentional, smooth from one piece to the next, and no extraneous words. And That's sh- a killer piece. Shall we repeat that you have never been turned down with this approach? That's correct. I've never been turned down with that approach. No nonsense, no garbage, and I don't um, accost people who aren't investing in my space. You heard it here on CEO Coach. (laughs) Jillian Music has never been turned down using this method. So all our listeners should I should say to the audience, one, I don't do it frequently, and two, I do a tremendous amount of research before I get out there. By the time I extend my hand for that 60 seconds, there were probably close to six hours of research. Right? So I don't do it frequently as it wasn't six hours, uh, probably more like 60 minutes. But a good hour is spent doing it. All right, then. Um, and I want to add a bonus tip, okay. which is rehearse. Rehearse. Oh, yes. Rehearse for your polished delivery. You mentioned that you do that. So Yes. If you don't say it uh, like at least a hundred times, you still have extraneous words. You have an imperfect word. You phrased it slightly differently than than optimal, uh, you know, things. You must practice it. Keep saying it in your head wherever you go, whatever the heck you're doing. It will get better over time. And as you explain it to friends and colleagues and this and that, again, that one-liner improves piece by piece over time. And that's it for this week at CEO Coach. We'd like to thank our producers at Webmaster Radio for their support. You can download these shows at webmasterradio.fm forward slash shows forward slash CEO dash coach. You can also download them at iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many other places around the web. You can find links and more on our Facebook page, which is CEO Coach Podcast. Stop by and hit the like button so we know you were there and tell us what you'd like to hear about on CEO Coach. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music, and you can find out more about how we help companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at outlinesventure.com. Till next time.
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.